Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 140 is brought to you by Nephilia, Valerie Figs, and Mason, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to read some people's thoughts regarding New Horizons' current content. We will also make some predictions regarding the August update for New Horizons. So to begin, hello, Sergio. How are you doing? Hello, Chewy. Um, I'm doing well. It's been a, a busy but a cool week. A lot of, um, like, the usual Animal Crossing play, but I kind of been really, really enjoying the basics of the game. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good to hear, especially since we talked about it a lot last week, yeah. and we're going to keep talking about it this <laughs> week. But before we get too far, hi, Nina. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. It's been an excellent week for me, too. So I'm excited. <laughs> I, you know, started streaming New Horizons, which has just made the game 10 times more fun for me. Ooh. And I've also become a pirate in a second life <laughs> 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 playing Sea of Thieves. So, you know, I'm living my best life over here. Wow. <laughs> You're having a very pirate themed summer for sure. I am. It's everything I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you. One of your most more recent videos, you mentioned that you had a movie playing in the background, and you had people guess <laughs> what it was. Yeah, and I mean, I'm gonna spoil it right here. So if you don't want that, go and watch <laughs> Nina's video. Which one was it? Oh, I was drawing the one for Punchy. Was it Pascal? Punchy. That's right. Punchy. punchy I was cutting out right. Punchy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, if you don't want the answer and want to go guess yourself, go watch that real quick. But I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> You're watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm, the first one, oh. The Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah. And Jackie guessed that correctly. And she actually she's been in the mood to watch that movie since then. The first one is good. I forgot how good the first one is. And since then, um, my friends that I've been playing um, Sea of Thieves with, we've been watching through the rest of them. So we just finished the third one yesterday. And we're going to move on to the not so good ones coming up next. But we're still excited (laughs) about it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I haven't seen a lot of them in years, so no. I definitely want to go back and watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our main topics for today, I did want to share some pretty cool stories with all of you, some Animal Crossing related ones, of course, because, you know, this is an Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> um, but the first one is that just this past Friday, uh, Sergio, Nina, and I, we all attended a bit of an event via the internet. It was a Zoom call where, I don't know, something like, there were hundreds of people there yeah. watching this Over Zoom call. Over 300, I think. Yeah, so this event is called Comedy Crossing, and it's hosted by Jenny Yang, and um, I forget who she is exactly, but she, you know, kind of more high-profile, comedic type of person, Um, but she's essentially doing a comedy show through Animal Crossing, and she's getting a bunch of uh, stand-up comics together to you know, just hang out and do a set and everything. And I really wasn't sure what to expect at first. I guess my thought was, is this going to be like all Animal Crossing jokes or is this just a comedy show in Animal Crossing? And I guess I expected more Animal Crossing jokes, (laughs) but it's definitely more along the lines of, comedy show in Animal Crossing. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we we all attended it. I think, um, Sergio, what would you think of it? Yeah, you know, I like the format. I definitely like that 
um, all of the hosts were very uh, attentive of the audience. They wanted to get everyone involved, everybody talking, and mm-hmm. you know, audience participation basically. Um, the the content got a little too spicy for me, but I like the format. I like the <laughs> you know the concept of having bringing everyone together through Animal Crossing and through comedy. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Nina, I guess, what did you think of it? I loved it. It was right up my alley. Um, you know, I don't, I don't mind kind of comics getting a little more adult. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and I've even signed up for the next one, which is on August first, I think, because um, Margaret Cho is going to be on, and I love Margaret Cho, but she also <laughs> is a much more adult comic. So I would only check it out if you're okay with jokes like that. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess th- it's a good time to give that warning. This is definitely an adult show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, I'll say even some of the stuff was a little dark from Jackie and I <laughs> as we were watching together. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had some pretty crazy guests there. Like one of them was Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Yeah. So yeah, there's some pretty high profile people on this ticket. It's free. They're accepting donations f- during the show mm-hmm. for, um, you know, different charities and that sort of thing. So, I mean, if you're into comedy and you are an adult <laughs> or older, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's probably something really fun to do. Yeah. And um, it looked like the charities rotate. Um, so every time you go, if you donate, the money will be going to someplace different, which is awesome. Um, and I thought Jenny Yang, the host was hilarious. She, I think as a writer for Conan, she was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's like a lot of really cool, high profile people <laughs> for this. Awesome. Um, especially for it being like, you know, it's a free entry yeah. to this show essentially. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys were getting the same audio I was getting, um, but there was someone in the audience who had this laugh that was taking over everyone else's yes. applause and audio. <laughs> she was hilarious and she was having the best time. So <laughs> that was making me laugh so much, too. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. I kept telling Jackie, oh, that's totally Nina. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. You know my laugh. I've got the weirdest no, laugh in the world. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you want to check it out, they're um, you know they've got shows running like all summer. I want to say mm-hmm. so. It's it's a busy time for them, and especially getting a lot of people together to just enjoy a night full of laughs and everything. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing that we wanted to mention that was a cool story, and this one came by way of Sergio just now. <laughs> um, he shared with us this link from Go Nintendo that talks about police in Taiwan using Animal Crossing New Horizons in-game messaging to reach someone who lost their Switch. So uh, the story basically goes that this Switch was found by the police, and in order to find who owned it, they started sending messages through the in-game messaging system, so the mail system <laughs> in the game. Yes. So they sent messages to different players who you know, were connected to them, and that was able to relay the message that the police had the switch system and were able to return it. So isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. How smart to think of that. Yeah, I really wonder who did, especially, like, I don't know. It it just seems like a random thing to use in order to (laughs) save the day. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, oh, keep going, Sergio. You know, if they asked us, I feel like most of us would say that 
um, Nintendo and I guess even Animal Crossing New Horizons is kind of limited when it comes to player communication. But mm -hmm. examples like this, you know, it shows us we probably have more than enough. If people are able to communicate with people related to you to find you, uh, to give you a switchback, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking it yeah. must have been a police officer who has played Animal yeah. Crossing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they must have opened it up and seen the game there. Now you just got to hope that they didn't reach, uh, you know, a not so good friend who might have <laughs> just showed up to the police station and said, oh, yeah, that's my switch. Because, <laughs> you know, that's a good way to get a second island right there. Man, yet another reason to be very cautious about who you accept as your best friends. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean... If they go through the best friend list, I'm sure it'll be a little bit better. But, you know, if they're just going through the random friends list, <laughs> yeah. you don't know who you're going to get there. That's so funny. Yeah. Cool. So let's go ahead and get into the main sections of the show. And the first thing we're going to cover is actually just some fans' thoughts on New Horizons and whether they feel if the game is complete or not. I mean, we had a pretty long discussion about this last time, had a lot of questions for both of you regarding like what you felt about Animal Crossing, you know, but I did get a lot of really great um, comments on the YouTube version of the podcast that I thought these are really good. There, there are people who, you know, feel the game is incomplete. There are people who like this style. So I thought it was good to get like a better read of more of the fan base and, mm. you know, just see what they're up to. So um, we'll, we'll break these down and talk about these uh, separately. But the first one comes from Hazel Davis. Uh, they commented on YouTube and they said, for me, it's not about holidays. It's about not having enough daily to do. Fossils, two stores, that's it daily for me. And I find myself missing a lot of daily activities that New Leaf had. This won't be fixed by holidays. I need more daily interactions. I'm probably going to stop playing and wait a few more months to see if they plan to create a town at all. Mm. So I, th this comment I did you know, make it a little bit shorter for the show, but they do go on to s just talk about like some of the things that they like doing within the game. And, mm -hmm. you know, shopping is a big one for them. And, you know, if we look at our maps right now in New Horizons, we've got Nook's Cranny and we've got Able Sisters. And, you know, only one of, there was only one upgrade for the shops between those two, yes. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, technically, too, if you count the Able oh. Sisters kind of like period where they didn't have a shop and just had to grow it, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think these are good points. Like we we did kind of go heavily on the holiday talk last time, you know, <laughs> but that's not going to alter the day to day very much, you know. Mm -hmm. So I guess like. Uh, Sergio, what are you what are you thinking about this comment? Yeah, it's very true, and I'm thinking, okay, what we had in New Leaf, things like the Roost or the Dream Suite, it was things that you didn't have to do every day, but if you wanted to, you definitely could, even if it was things that, you know, they didn't really change from day to day. Like, eventually, you reach a point where you're not really getting anything new from Brewster, but it's still something to do. I still went and got my coffee every day, mm -hmm. and... It's definitely true. There's a lot of um, daily 
events or little things that you could do in previous games that are not in New Horizons. And I can see Hazel's point about only prioritizing certain things that you want to do daily. They say the fossils and the two stores, even though there's other things, yeah, you reach a point when you kind of narrow down your list of daily chores because, I mean, if we really wanted to, there's so many more, but I definitely see the point of, of figuring out the ones that you like to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this takes me back to kind of like, I want to say even as early as like May and June, um, I remember my friends you know, friends who are kind of newer to the series, they're trying it out or, you know, just don't play like we do. Um, you know, we're we're a select uh, audience right here of Animal Crossing players who, you know, get a lot out of each game. Um, but basically, like a lot of them said, like they hadn't been logging in every day. They m- most of their playtime will be focused around the beginning of the month when there's a load of new fish, mm. new bugs to catch mm-hmm. and stuff that you know, you know, just kind of felt a little bit more fresh. But as they move throughout the month and they've caught everything that they've had to catch, you know, there's a lot less incentive for them to come back to it, you know? Yes. Yeah, so I guess, Nina, what are you What are you thinking on this? Well, and I'm trying to think the other um, shops there were on Main Street. Um, if, she's, if she's kind of feeling the need for more shopping, we did have... Um, Leaf and Kicks had their own stores. Eventually, you could upgrade for Harriet and Katrina. Um, and we do get those, some of those, as, um, you know, rotating visitors. But, um, yeah, it, it, we really are. We don't have that main street. We don't have a city to go travel to anymore. Um, so it will be interesting to see if eventually we can add more shops to our island somehow. Yeah, I mean, I'm still really hoping that we get um, a real shop for Leaf. And I'm assuming, like, if he were to get a shop, it would have to be some sort of update. Like, there's new trees, there's new um, vegetables, you know, to actually plant and grow a farm. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I think the update that would make Leaf a little bit more relevant in that sense has not happened and we don't really know if or when it'll happen. Um, but, you know, like, there there are a lot of possible characters who could have a shop at this point mm-hmm. who don't at the moment. And, you know, it is pretty much reduced. And so I kind of wonder, though, how often were people using some of these things? I'm sure they used Harriet a bit, but only because they had to to change their hair, right. you know? And... And I don't know, I guess I wonder how much people were using those mm. other shops. Right, right. Right. Oh, and Gracie, yeah. I just thought of Gracie too. So like if LaBelle or Label oh, yes. ever got her own maybe addition to the Ables upstairs. But yeah, mm-hmm. I would just oh. kind of stop in really quickly and see what they had, but I'm not sure how much time that took up. I don't know. Yeah. It's tricky yeah, it's a tricky balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it is really just people really appreciate that um, play style where you don't necessarily need to buy anything on a given day, but you do really enjoy doing a bit of window shopping, mm-hmm. seeing True. if there's something more exciting. And when it's limited to two shops like this, where, you know, you go and 
Nook, Nook's Cranny a very reasonable um, complaint to have is that they haven't upgraded and you're still only seeing about three special items a day. Right. <laughs> and for the most part, they're just like repeats and everything and you don't see as many new things as you used to, especially with like missing series, missing furniture series and stuff. So it starts to feel repetitive after a while and more mundane than it did in previous games mm. a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But one, one more thing about Hazel's comment about wanting daily activities. I feel like the addition of swimming in the sea creatures is definitely... It, or it could be one of the dailies if you if you're interested in that because it's gonna take a while to get them all first of all and also we get Pascal also mm -hmm. through this through this channel now I feel like I'm f I'm hoping and I have a prediction that the next couple of updates are gonna be introducing daily things like this one so there's still hope Hazel <laughs> yeah 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 and I do really like your point about the the diving because. I feel like you reach a point in New Leaf where the diving, you do it maybe once a week if you, like, once you've collected everything because Pascal would only show up once a week. Like, here in this game, he has the ability to show up every single day if you're willing to go and try to get him every single day, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so... There, there's a little bit more incentive there. Sure, he's going to give you some pearls sometimes, but oh my goodness. I have found now three, three <laughs> pearls, and I feel like that's lucky compared to some <laughs> of the people I've talked to. I've talk, I talked to people like a couple days ago who still haven't found a pearl. Wow. Yeah, so, I've only Nina, found one. I, I, uh, I'm going to remain silent honestly, on this. <laughs> I honestly think you are the exception to the rule here. Like your island, whatever is going on, it is an outlier for sure. Um, yes. I <laughs> it's not yeah, because I, I've struck up a deal with Red and Gullivar at all. <laughs> pirates got to have pirates back. You know? <laughs> Cool. So we have another um, answer, or I guess another comment from somebody who goes by Alex H. And they said, I do think it was released too early. And this is my opinion, but the updates feel like roadblocks. Even without time traveling, as you play, eventually you run out of things to do that aren't terraforming. And all you can do is speculate and hope for the next update. And even then, we don't know if we're, we will like the update. The museum day and wedding day update were good examples of me personally being let down. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I am bothered by the missing features. But again, this is just my look on the game. And so the point that Alex makes here that I think is very reasonable is just like some of these updates are just not for certain people. Like they're not going to care so much. And especially like the museum one, I think in general, we did not have too much going on with that one. There wasn't much to say. You showed up, you would do, you, you would walk around the museum a little bit, get some of those stamps, and then that was it. You, you were done for the day, <laughs> you know? Um, so it didn't really do too much. And then the wedding update, I don't know anybody who did the wedding update as much as Jackie and I, <laughs> and even you, Nina and Sergio, mm -hmm. like you both did it. That, it was pretty much part of your dailies, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I missed maybe like the last week or week and a half, but but I had fun with that one. Yeah, I want to say I did a good like 20 to 23 days of that event. So mm. it was one that I did a lot of, but it was mostly because I found some items that I felt I wanted. Like I thought they, they would be pretty cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so, and I think a lot of the updates are just going to be that way. They, there's no way to please everyone in an update, especially with a brand new thing like the wedding stuff. Um, and and even though a lot of the wedding items weren't for me, I really liked the candles. Um, you know, some of the like welcome signs and flowers were really nice. And I found a way to add them into even my island. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I don't know if anything's ever going to be a hundred percent for, for someone, but it's always fun just to get something new, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I mean, something that's going to fix that a lot more is definitely seeing more of those types of events mm-hmm. of events. Like I'm surprised they're not doing that on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Like just if they committed to that feature and really worked on like filling in our catalogs with so many more items, I think that would really make people excited about what else is to come, you know? And by feature, you mean like having some sort of event happening on Harv's Island? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Like some sort of event happening on Harv's Island all the time. Mm -hmm. Like if they had a new special character coming here for their photos and we're getting a new set of furniture to collect all the time, I think eventually they're going to run into items that people really want, Mm -hmm. you know? And sure, the wedding one, it wasn't exciting for the vast majority of people, but, you know, something in the future could be. So I feel like... I, I. feel like Nintendo is mostly in this testing phase with what types of updates they're giving us. I think they're experimenting with some ideas and haven't quite committed to the content roadmap that they're trying to create. Hmm. Yeah, and it's tough because it's honestly the first time they've done this with a mainline Animal Crossing game. So for sure, I feel like they probably set aside a couple of months of testing different methods. Like even... The very first big update we got, it was more of a three-month three, three month content update, and now we're going into monthlies. So they're testing things out for sure, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, when you say it that way, too, like, I think back to um, Pocket Camp when it first right, came out. Right. Like, that game was very repetitive in the beginning there wasn't too much new going on and events were pretty scarce each time but after a while they've they've really gotten in a role with it where every single month they have some new stuff going on some new big thing with a whole lot of new furniture for people to collect so i don't know it just keeps coming back but at the same time you know it's hard to keep that up with a game that is it's going to be around for a long time and all of these things are free. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep that type of production up with, uh, mm-hmm. with the game when, you know, the, the most copies that it's going to sell probably sold in those first two weeks. Right. Um, it'll make, it'll sell a lot over time, but you know, just like the most impact the game has had has already kind of happened. Mm. 
Well, and to play devil's advocate a little bit um, on people who who kind of laud uh, Pocket Camp a lot, yes, there's lots of furniture and there's always something going on, but kind of the formula they created of, oh my gosh, what was it? Um, flowers, gyroids. Gardening event. Guard- yeah. <laughs> that, it got kind of stale for me. I was looking for something new after a while. Yeah, that's true. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, even then, like, even if they decided to do something at Harv's every single month, we're probably going to get tired of flying to Harv's every single month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to strike a balance with that. And, you know, for the most part, people are hoping that the events that do occur are exciting and fun for them. And when that doesn't happen, there's definitely, you you know, I understand when they're disappointed Mm -hmm. in that case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got a couple more and I wanted to, you know, of course, be fair. So these next two are actually a little bit more positive about what the game has going on. So Ms. Logical said, New Horizons is my first Animal Crossing game, and I am loving it. While I don't have the nostalgia for previous games, I'm still super excited when I meet new secondary characters. They are so endearing, and I love any and all new dialogue. And since I don't know which features are missing from Animal Crossing New Horizons, each update feels fresh, without the sting. Still, I love hearing your insights and perspectives. Keep up the great work. So... Yeah, I mean, this is a person who's brand new to this series. And so for them, we were wondering, like, what is your excitement level for these new characters that we all know and love, but you have (laughs) never seen before? You know, I think you asked that last time, right, Nina? Yeah. Yeah. So right here, here we have it. This person is a fan of meeting all these new characters and getting all of the new dialogue from them. Right. That's good to hear. And I'm sure for them, the game is absolutely complete. And then every update, it just brings new features. And they're even more substantial than two uh, seasoned veterans like like us. So I, I just wonder, like, if Nintendo is trying this approach, they must have had an idea that a lot of people were going to be brand new to the series. I mm-hmm. wonder if Pocket Camp has, had something to do with that. I'm pretty sure it did. So... It, it you know it kind of makes more sense when you think about it. Nintendo's trained this different approach because they expected a lot of brand new players. Yeah, and just looking at the numbers already for the sales, there are definitely a, a lot of brand new players yeah. to this game. More people have bought this game than have ever bought any other Animal Crossing game. So I'm sure there's a huge group of people who are, you know, maybe listening to this now, watching other Animal Crossing content, but seeing all of these things that are basically really new for them, you know? <laughs> and and I guess that's bound to happen, like, whatever series you go into, right? Like, if you start yeah. with the latest version of any game, you don't have any, I guess knowledge of what was before or what was there what's missing now what's different you're just kind of taking in this new experience as something completely new so i think it's good to see that you know i I mean it's hard to be on that side where you're like you know what people are missing and everything but they don't, and I and I feel like this is one of those case where cases where ignorance is definitely bliss, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I and I 
think that happens a lot with Nintendo titles because it's the type of company, um, you know, that fosters like loyalty. So, so people, um, who've been playing Zelda forever, maybe didn't like Breath of the Wild or, or the new Star Fox or the new Paper Mario. We see it over and over again where older fans are disappointed and newer fans are like, what are you talking about? This is amazing. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's again, it's another tricky balance. Yeah. So, Sergio, how'd you feel about Breath of the Wild? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I don't like open world. So when you mix that in, yeah, it's it's not going to be a highlight mm-hmm. for me. But, yeah, I've fallen, I've fallen off the Zelda horse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've fallen off Epona. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. <Yeah. laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like sometimes uh, this is going to be a big conversation for people right now in games in general, because we just got a release of a new Paper Mario game. And this is like a prime example of a series that has changed dramatically from what it started out as, you know, um, Paper Mario I don't think it's ever going to go back to what it was, you know. They've definitely <laughs> committed to this new direction, this new type of game that it is, but it's not the RPG that so many older fans fell in love with. And you know, you're going to you're going to see a lot of complaints about this, and I mean a lot. They're mm-hmm. all over and I don't know, to it it's hard to grapple with those types of things, you know, especially with Animal Crossing where, and and I've seen this conversation happen before, especially around City Folk, because City Folk was oh. kind of the odd Animal Crossing game where there were there weren't too many updates, there weren't too many things added to it, but it was basically just like a deluxe version of Wild World, what came before, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And New Horizons, it's we're in a weird spot because New Leaf definitely listened to the critique that City Folk got. Like, they really changed things up. That was the moment where I feel like that was the game where the developers realized, oh, we're going to have to change this a lot more because life sim is going to be pretty similar day after day, especially one like Animal Crossing. It, it's coming up with ideas that really shake things up. And New Horizons has to follow up a game that did that so well. Like New Leaf did a really great job of updating the Animal Crossing gameplay. And a lot of people really were fond of what that game did to the series. And to see that maybe falling short for a lot of people in New Horizons, it's tough for them to handle. It's tough for them to see their game that they love so much not be what they love so much about it. Mm. And, you know, I always like to remind people, like, we're at the very beginnings of this game. Like, I, I will say that I'm not bothered by these things simply because I think of how long I'm going to be playing this game. I know I played New Leaf for a lot longer than most people played New Leaf. And I know I'm going to be playing New Horizons a lot longer than most people will play this game. (laughs) So for me, I am okay with the updates in that sense because I know I'm going to be committing a lot of time to this. So I don't necessarily need it 
to have all of this stuff now. I get mm. the annoyances of it not having that now because maybe you're out of things to do and you want more to do. But yeah, it's hard to strike that balance with a new game, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you summed it up really nicely. Yeah. You get that yin and that yang and, and people are going to be happy and people are not going to be happy. And um, you have to decide what you think about it. I mean, <laughs> I think I became famous for this in the last episode, but I, I'm, I am pretty good at seeing both sides of a story and sitting on a fence. So <laughs> if you guys want to join me on my fence, feel free. <laughs> yeah. I mean, birds, birds sit on fences and they have great lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know cool. what else this makes me think? I mean, Nintendo's going to analyze what's working, what's not, and what fans are liking from this approach. And, Yep, we're already thinking about the next game. We'll see how how Nintendo's yeah. approach is on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot of life to this game for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, and the problem about looking to the next game is you get all those grand ideas of what it could be in your head and you hope it goes in one direction, but they might go in the other, you know? Yeah. So it's, you, know, you just got to wait and see, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and I can tell you from experience, Nintendo tends to go in the other. <laughs> they zag yeah. when you think they're going to zig. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a whole thing with them. That's kind of their, their thing at the moment. Mm. <laughs> um, cool. So we have one more answer, and this was from Rectangle Thighs. I really like this name. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Um, but rectang- Rectangle Thighs said, I prefer this... I prefer this to if everything was released at once because it increases the longevity of the game. Updates or not, I was going to keep playing the game for years, but it's nice to continually have new stuff to do. Also, there was a lot of stuff I didn't really care about in New Leaf that I do now. I had no shrubs in New Leaf, now my island is filled with them. I only dived for the museum, but now I do it for hours on end because I spend a lot of time with it during the update and found out how much fun it is. So, yeah, I mean, what I like about this answer is, like, it's giving players a little bit more context to mechanics that they didn't have, they didn't necessarily enjoy in the previous game, you know? And we talked about this uh, with, in regards to diving, where there really wasn't, I guess, much of a reason to dive after you had donated everything. Mm-hmm. So it was, it just felt weird um, I guess, I don't know. I, guess, I don't know how I felt about when diving was coming. I just felt like I had some problems with it before, but I was hoping that they fixed them in this game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think... What were you going to say, Sergio? I think, you know, when we go back in history pre-New Horizons, some of us, you know, considering the weight between New Leaf and New Horizons, we were thinking, well... If this is going to be like a multi-year experience, well, I'm going to play a certain way to make it last, basically, to to keep it fresh for those many years. In in a way, I agree with Rectangle Thighs. It's like Nintendo is doing that for us in a way. And, you know, that, that could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I think we talked a little bit about this last episode, that Nintendo is making us or making time for us um, to take time on their new features. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's kind of true. Like, they are going to have a 
big development cycle with this game where it's not quite done. It really makes me wonder, like, what... I mean, really when we're going to see a game from here, because it sounds like they're pretty committed to doing as much as possible to New Horizons Mm -hmm. within the next, like, two or three years. So we're going to see a very different game in the future. Like, it's already pretty different from what it was in the beginning, but there, there are a lot of things that we don't have answered. Stuff like, I know maybe people aren't really concerned about the holidays, you know? Mm Mm-hmm because they are only just like a small portion of the game. But for others, it's a huge thing. But regardless, like, we don't know what the holidays are going to be like in the future of the game. Like, are they going to change Bunny Day now because people didn't really like how it worked this past year? What is going to be the final form of Bunny Day once the updates are all over, you know? There's going to be a whole lot that we just don't know Score until this day. game is finally done. <laughs> That's what know? I was just thinking. <laughs> What's its final evolution? <laughs> yeah, when it finally evolves to its final evolution. <laughs> when it evolves into Tortimer. <laughs> what is it going to be? You mean Blastoise? Yeah, I guess so. Blastoise. <laughs> No, what's the new turtle in X and Y? Dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this is Switch era Animal Crossing right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, all right. Well, I think we've, you know, I, I think everybody said some really great things. And this just goes to show you, like, a lot of people are going to feel very differently about what the updates are. Mm-hmm. Some people are coming from different experience points with the game and everything. So... You know, we're just going to see what happens. We're all going to see what happens. But for now, let's go ahead and move on into dreaming about what happens. And let's talk about our August update predictions. So I have a feeling around uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be seeing what is coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons in August. Maybe this is the update that fixes the game for you. Maybe it finally lifts the curse of it feeling boring, right? (laughs) So we're going to talk about what we think is going to happen. Uh, But I want to open up with some pretty, a couple quick questions. So the first one is, when do you think we'll get the information about the August update? Uh, Sergio, let's have you start. I'm thinking they're going to drag it until the very end. We're going to hear about (laughs) it on Friday, July 31st. (laughs) <laughs> that is pretty late that is really late uh what about you nina what are you thinking um I-, I was thinking maybe like don't we get directs usually on tuesdays am i making that up so I'm... um i mean they tend to be the middle of the week right. days, like tuesday right. wednesday thursday okay so i'm thinking maybe tuesday july 28th um mm-hmm. I feel like when we got the diving updated, we got it a little bit before the end of June. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm hoping we get this update a little bit before the end of <laughs> July. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm actually picking a date a lot earlier than both of you. Um, oh. And I'm picking Friday. I think it's a Friday. Uh, yes. Let, let me double check the is. date real quick. Okay, Friday. August, no, no July. Why, why am I saying August? <laughs> July 24th, Friday, July 24th. I was skipping to my next date. Um, 
So I think it's going to come July 24th, mm. and it's mostly because I feel like we got the update info for this last one about a week before that it uh, that it actually came out. Right. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to get about a week. And the reason I say Friday is because I think this update's going to come pretty early. So I have an, uh, the next question for both of you. When do you think the update will go live? Mm. Um, Sergio, let's start with you. I'm thinking August 3rd, uh, Monday and brand new week, brand new month. I think mm-hmm. sounds about right for it. <laughs> awesome. And then Nina, what are you feeling? Um, and I'm I'm thinking that we'll get it on a Friday again, July 31st. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean the last one did come on a Friday yeah, too. Yeah. Um I think yours is definitely more right. I went with Saturday, August 1st, mm. 2020. Mm. So I mean, most of the reason I think it's going to come within those first two days of August or even, you know, Friday the 31st, like Nina said, it's just because we're used to getting the fireworks festival every single Sunday in Animal Crossing. So to me, you got to do it, get it the first couple of days because the first Sunday is on the second already. Like it comes by quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... So, I don't know. I feel like we're on the verge of getting some news oh, very soon so because excited. of that. You're so right. This is awesome. Yes, thank you, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're excited. I mean, we're getting a lot of really cool things. So, let's actually start talking about that. Let's talk about our predictions for the update. Um, Sergio, do you want to give us your first one? Yeah, definitely the fireworks. I'm, I'm that's the, what I'm most looking forward to. I mean, hopefully we do get that feature in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure if, if we do get it back, it's going to be changed in some way. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really like the music from the fireworks. So I hope that's not one of the things that changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the fireworks a little bit just because, you know, Obviously, we were all going to put this on our (laughs) lists because obviously that was the only clue we got Mm -hmm. regarding this update, you know, (laughs) Um, there were fireworks in the background saying you guys are getting an update in August. So we all said, well, duh, fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess, Nina, I guess what are you thinking about in terms of fireworks? I'm thinking fireworks, too. And and I don't want to get too far into my into my answer before we get into it because it has a lot to do with fireworks but you know I think we will see a lot of that um, Japanese tradition of having those summer festivals and fireworks um, every Sunday hopefully yeah and you know what let's get into it because I'm going to get into mine for sure oh all right Um, at least like what my specific um, predictions are regarding the fireworks so I'll kick it off here I think during the fireworks festival, we're going to get some cute booths from our different special characters. I think we're mm. going to get finally like a little festival that attracts multiple people, kind of like, I guess, inspired by, um, oh man, I just had a realization about what's going to happen, um, but inspired by Red in the older games where he would show up during the fireworks festival and sell you some things, right? Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get some different characters with some booths that sell you some things. Specifically, I'm thinking we're going to get balloons. We're going to get pinwheels, some of those different little holdable toys, you know, maybe a bubble blower Mm -hmm. to blow some bubbles. (laughs) Um, But I think now that I've said it, 
It's going to be by way of Phineas. Oh. Long forgotten character. A lot of people are really expecting Red, Jolly Red, (laughs) to make an appearance here. Mm -hmm. But I think Phineas is going to be the one to handle this. Oh, that would be so nice to see him again with his little um, crank machine. He had one of those like... um, Oh, what are they called? <laughs> they play music when you crank them. Um, oh. And he had one in City Folk. Yeah, he did. And we kind of have that item in this game, too, we right? We do. Yeah, so it would be easy for them to stick it in mm. next to him. Yeah, it'd be great. I think it'd be really cute. <laughs> so I guess, Nina, what did, what did you have specifically um, predicted for this? So I'm I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you, um, except for I am sticking with red, um, except for we're going to get two new characters. So um, we're going to have those summer fireworks and summer festivals, and we will have booths. But instead of being run by red, we are going to be introduced to red's nieces, twin nieces, not Timmy and Tommy, but Crimson and Carmine, which are two different (laughs) colors of red. (laughs) So Crimson and Carmine are Red's crafty twin nieces, and they're taking over his his, uh, uh, booths because, you know, he's off manning his ship. He's busy. Um, And these two are always up to no good, and they love to play pranks on Timmy and Tommy. but you've got to keep an eye out for them because they're a little bit tricksters like Red are. Um, so they're going to have like a gotcha system where they you can buy cookies <laughs> again if you want. And I was on the same wavelength as you too, Chewy. I think we might get back those pinwheels and bubble wands and balloons and even those Uchiwa fans that you can order from Nook. Um, mm-hmm. So that all those holdable items are going to be in Carmine's booth, while in Crimson's booth, you can get overpriced summer clothing and festival masks. masks. <laughs> I love this. My <laughs> mouth was just, my jaw just dropped throughout <laughs> this whole thing because this is incredible. I had no thought in my mind about like just some new special characters being introduced through this. I'd be. I, mm, I'm so bummed that we would only be able to see them during August, <laughs> but at the same time, like, isn't that most of the, like, big event special characters? Yeah. You see them, like, one day out of the year, and Jack that's it. Jack and Jingle, yeah. Yeah, so I I love it, especially their names. They're perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to have to draw Crimson and Carmine. I'm excited about them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, that's such a great guess right there thank you everybody's gonna be disappointed now though i hope you know that (laughs) maybe next game we'll see Mm -hmm. um cool i guess sergio i guess what's your next prediction here well actually one more thing about the fireworks i I made a mistake i said i don't want them to change the music actually i do if they can get us a special version of Katy perry's uh firework (gasps) come on (laughs) make it happen i'm down for that one K.K. Slider can sing it for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll go by K.K. Perry. K.K. Perry. <laughs> nice. He'd well, be like, okay. me, no, me, no, me, no, me. I love we it. We need this, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, my next prediction it, it, yeah, it has to do with a special character. I think we're going to get either Brewster with um, 
I think for now it's gonna be a mini roost. It's gonna be like those Ooh. boots, like Leaf has or Kicks. For now, eventually he might get his own actual shop. Hopefully, so it's either gonna be a Brewster or DJ KK. And now, if oh. DJ KK gets added, I think it's gonna be for for the month of August. It's gonna be on Saturday nights, maybe after 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. Regular KK is gonna kind of go away, quote unquote, and then DJ KK takes this takes the scene. <laughs> And then after that, after August, he uh, DJ KK is going to take over on Sunday evenings because, you know, during Ooh. August, we're going to get the fireworks. But then after that, DJ KK, it, it can be a uh, Saturday nights with KK, Sunday nights with DJ KK. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> that sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Plus, um, Brewster in Pocket Camp had that coffee cart that you could get as like a special right. item. That would be adorable. Yes. <laughs> yeah i love this this is really cute and it kind of i feel like it rings true to me in the sense of like we just got gullivar which is a weird yeah version of i guess <laughs> gulliver you know like alter it's, ego <laughs> yeah it's two characters but they're the same character right. so it's hard to tell but kk dj kk would definitely fit that mold for sure right, yeah wow <laughs> yeah um, cool. <laughs> I guess I I had one more prediction. I guess, oh. Did you have another, Nina? No, I, that was all my creative, <laughs> my creative okay. abilities. No, right I figured that was <laughs> it was too good a prediction to have two of them. So, <laughs> um, mine mine is a simple one. I think I think a lot of people have been thinking there aren't too many tables in this game, too many couches, too many yes. different items. There's you know, they're feeling like they're missing some of the older Animal Crossing series and sets that we had. So I'm going to predict that they use this month, maybe like if they don't go with like adding another character or event or something, maybe they just go with a straight content update, give us new furniture and new clothes, some new stuff that we can buy in the shop. But even more importantly, maybe some new things that we can craft. So it can be like a mix of old content that we had from the game but also some fresh things that we've never had before you know Mm -hmm. yeah so that's my prediction they're going to use this month as more of a an opportunity to just fill in the gaps to the game a little bit ah that would be awesome super down yeah man we need all of these things (laughs) a whole (laughs) carnival Yeah, this is where uh, where I get worried because we're definitely bringing people's hopes up mm-hmm. and they're going to be disappointed. I <laughs> just I hope you all know if you're listening to this, you're going to be disappointed on I don't know, Friday when they finally tell us what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's your warning. You've been warned. Mm. <laughs> nice. All right, Sergio, you had one more, right? Yes, I think every update if hopefully the monthly um, schedule continues, every update is going to bring a feature back. And I think for this one, I can definitely see gyros being added back. If not that, then I am with you, Chewie. If not, if we don't get gyros, we might get just a lot of old furniture series back. Uh, I think it would be nice if the new furniture, well, new to this game, old to the older games, if that's all you can buy during August, and then after that, it's it's going to be a mix of old and new. So it would be a nice way to introduce the new slash old furniture, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right there with me, where it just feels like the right time to start 
getting some of that older content that people are missing, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah. And I really, so the gyroids, I think, I'll make a prediction here. Like, if the gyroids do happen, I think we're going to get another expansion to the museum, and it's going to add a new room to the fossil exhibit that lets us store the gyroids. So that's my prediction there. And honestly, I need that update because I haven't dug up my gyroids in, or my fossils in weeks. Oh, yeah, my fossils have just been sitting there. There's they they need to ha- get some action here. <laughs> yeah, you should. I'm almost I'm almost um unlocked the last Nook Miles uh, for that one. I want to see what the names are. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I guess that's everything we have to predict for now. Uh <laughs> don't get your hopes too high cuz it's not going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, we'll go ahead and get into our last segment of the show, and that is our Haken's Islander Corner. So for those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read some of their answers out loud here for you. So this week's question was, following on our theme, does New Horizons feel incomplete to you? So we also wanted to give them a chance to, you know, just put their thoughts forward and tell us so how about we go me nina sergio on these okay Okay. all right so the first one was from donnie and they said i love this game so much it's my first animal crossing game so i haven't gotten anything to compare it to but i don't think it's incomplete i've put 650 hours into it due to being in quarantine for four months and still am at the moment and i'm still not bored but I would like a few extra things to do in the day, like as villagers for like as ask villagers for jobs to do that I've heard people talk about or work in the coffee shop. I would love that. And I also think as long as Nintendo are giving us updates that always give us something to look forward to, I think Animal Crossing is a game to be played slowly and take your time and with that or take your time with and that's how we'll get the most out of it can't wait for the live podcast guys oops sorry about that that. (laughs) it'll come up next week i should probably let people know (laughs) next week we're planning on doing a live show on youtube so catch catch us there um but yeah i mean this is another new player to the series who has just gone crazy with the game 650 hours that's amazing (laughs) Uh, and not feeling bored after that, uh, clearly it does pay off to be a new player, I guess, for some people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I think it's nice that we're getting some fresh things. Sure, it's not completely fresh to every player, but it is fresh to the game, so even that can shake up the gameplay a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that as a new player, she still is asking for the villagers to do a little bit more. Um, So I think that could be a really cool update too, just like all these new interactions that the villagers can now do. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Like, it seems like there's a consensus here that the villagers can do more and they should do more. So why not not give us that? All right, so Lemmy B says... No, a lot of previous features are gone for now, but we were given a lot of brand new features at the start that are groundbreaking for the series. It's gotten a bit more stale lately, but it's still the best Animal Crossing game by far, despite its faults. I've played more consistently with New Horizons 
than I ever have with the other games. So that's a nice and positive one, which, you know, it, I, again, me too. I've almost beat my New Leaf record with hours over here, and yeah. I'm still not bored either. It's It's been an amazing game to have. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy that you're about to beat that because, <laughs> once again, New Leaf was out seven years, mm-hmm. and it's hard <laughs> to rack those hours up. But mm-hmm. to be there so quickly, it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Nice. So... Kelly Flesh said, New Horizons is the first Animal Crossing game I've ever played, which seems to deviate from earlier posts. That said, I didn't have any expectations regarding characters and features from prior games, and I am just taking them all in as they come. In that regard, the game feels as complete as it needs to be for this point in the game. I look forward to new seasons and updates, as I think the continuous variety is one of the things I enjoy most about playing. Where I think it may be lacking is in area I would consider quality of life features. Things like the ability to buy multiples of the same items, increased storage to provide you with more options, in how you utilize your island in allowing more than 50 custom design slots so we can more fully explore our creativity and differentiate our islands so that they truly express our individual personalities and tastes. Mm. Yes, we, we saw that awesome fan video about quality of life updates. I, I'm still really hoping they do that. Knowing Nintendo, they're kind of, oh, oh, you you want that? Well, we're not giving you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really hope I'm wrong on that one. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, who knows? I did my um, live stream today going through how I give presents to my villagers every morning. Mm. And a lot of it is just going in and out of the Able Sisters <laughs> over and over again. Oh. So... <laughs> That quality of life thing, I feel like it's an easy fix, and it would be amazing. Yeah, and I like your tips to doing that, too. Like, actually just taking your clothes <laughs> off so it doesn't go into your closet, Mm-mm. because then you'll have to look for it some more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope we get some of those, but, you know, prepare to be disappointed, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Though I will say we did, um, we did get some quality of life updates for Pocket Camp. So, you know, ho- I know that's a much easier game to update, um, but hopefully that just shows that mm. Nintendo can take, you know, clues from our gameplay and, and change things up a little bit. True. Yeah, good point. All right. So Tyler said, I don't think that I could safely say that a game I've put over 400 hours into is incomplete, even if it is missing (laughs) features. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's a feeling that a lot of people are going to have. Like, uh, is it reasonable to say that it's incomplete when you've spent so much time with it? Mm -hmm. And for some, it's it is and others, it's not. So it's going to change throughout. It makes me want to look on my Switch at the other games I've played a lot. I want to see how high I got with my other games and, and if it even comes close to New Horizons. <laughs> I want to see. Interesting. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, I do know that my um, my time on Splatoon is mm. longer, but that that game has also been out a couple years already and i'm already like halfway to that time so mm. all right well t with t says for the most part this game feels like a full experience especially if i didn't know the features that were that have been in the past games the only times i feel the game is incomplete is when i want more furniture miss old characters or i'm digging up fossils 
I still expect there to be a tricky pitfall randomly that I have to avoid <laughs> or gyroids that I didn't know what to do with. Other than that, I have so much more fun with New Horizons and I'm glad it keeps bringing new and old surprises. That's true. I forgot about that every once in a while your, yeah. your fossil <laughs> would be a pitfall. That, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fell into a, a pitfall at Jackie's Island during the live stream and I was I so surprised that. because that was the first time that I've fallen into a pitfall <laughs> in, like since week one of the game or so. Like it'd been so long. So yeah, I know this is off topic, but Jackie's Island was unreal. I couldn't believe how many <laughs> little teeny tiny different spots she she managed to fit onto her island. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. She's always got a lot of different inspirations going. So she's working on it all the time. <laughs> Man, that was cool. But yeah, also, I mean, a lot of people have been saying the dryroids. So maybe you two are right about them coming soon. So our last answer for this week is from Crossing Chap, and they said, "In the past, I have been a lot of I have seen a lot of criticism of the Animal Crossing series being too iterative. Critics said each game just added layers on top of the previous games while retaining a lot of the same features. New Horizons has broken from that formula in many ways, and what we have is a brand new Animal Crossing experience with hundreds of hours of gameplay even before the first update added features from New Leaf. This is in New Leaf 2, and if we see returning features from that game, it's just a bonus on top of what we already have. Wow, that is, I hadn't thought about it that way. That is very mm -hmm. well put. I And I picked this one too because a lot of the Patreons were replying to Crossing Chap or were liking his post because this is such a good, such a good, you know, thing to point out that people do complain that, oh, this is just the exact same thing we've been seeing before. And now that they've added something new, people are complaining it's too far from the original. So, you know, it. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this definitely takes me back to the period of time before the game came out where I was definitely one of those people who was not going to be satisfied with just a new leaf too, you right. know, just an updated HD new leaf. I wanted something much more than that. And I do feel like for me New Horizons has delivered that and it's going to keep delivering that in ways that New Leaf couldn't and didn't. So yes. Yeah, this is a good point. Like I definitely don't want this game to be New Leaf 2 still, like to this day. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. Does New Horizons feel incomplete to you? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time. <laughs>